This week in car audio. I tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. This week in car audio. Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in. What we talking about bass? Talking about chips. Talking about rings. You ain't got them. Zip your lip. You got a problem? You ever found? Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by the ever-awesome movie star, freaking right now, he's the uh, the 3X judge god for the world, Jeffrey Fernandez. What's going on, Jeffrey? Uh, Nothing much. Uh, How about you, Doug? How you doing? Uh, Nothing much. I uh, did really poor bowling this weekend. Uh, if that counts, um, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> it was, um, but I did have a three X myself this weekend, last weekend. I don't know who, um, if anybody set any records or anything like that, I'm going to share real quick. Um, I do want to tell everybody, um, the, uh, what's it called? The event I got coming up April 8th with, um, what's her names? Uh, Sean Kent and Janet Kent's. Um, show is going to be a 3x event except for we're doing it all at 1x prices so it's 1x trophies um it's not popping up and i wonder what's going on here i see him on here but it's not popping up on the screen oh i am let's see here ninja Background, zoom, 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 you? Nope. <laughs> I'm trying to find out what's going on here. It's um, it's not showing my ninja chat. Um, hold on. Anyway, um, so we're going to make oh, a 3X. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay, go ahead. Sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead while I'm figuring oh, this I, out. Okay, well, I was going to mention I did go to um, Yusaki World Finals this past weekend in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. Um, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of uh, cool stuff. Oh, Wayne and Sleece were there. We're all kind of hanging out. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were there, of course, supporting uh, Term Pro. And, and, you know, a lot of uh, the major organizations have Term Pro as their, um, you know, official uh, SPL meter. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty fun. It was a two-day event. Um, lots of carnage everywhere, believe it or not, like toasted coils and uh, – they were doing a. They had this like side demo competition where they were using a a wind meter. That was the first time I've ever seen that. Uh, okay. Which was kind of cool. Uh, we were there. It was a uh, me, Wayne, and Solis because they hadn't seen it uh, also. So I was like, let's go check it out. And so this guy, I guess, so was running and uh, I guess it registered like forty-seven miles per hour. Uh, really. I'm not sure how that if that's really loud, but I thought that was interesting and. Uh, you know, Wayne was uh, pretty interested. He was uh, checking out the uh, the meter and was saying, hmm, how can I integrate it in TermLab? So we <laughs> might see it soon. Rolls. Exactly. We might see it soon. I don't know. He says he's got one that I think, you know, how he does that uh, storm chasing stuff. 
Oh yeah. I think I think he said he's got one that's got more bells and whistles that he was kind of looking into and and uh, so I don't know. Hopefully we might see something like that in BB Drag pretty soon. That'd be kind of cool. Really, that's yeah. kind of interesting. Um. Well, let's uh, actually introduce our uh, guest today. Our guest is uh, Kyle Ernie and uh, Jonathan. I forgot his last name. Patrick. Patrick. There it is. I'm looking at it right here in front of me. Jonathan <laughs> Patrick. Um, anyway, and uh, Kyle actually suggested um, Patrick be or Jonathan because we are doing the DIY type stuff and uh, we're, was saying that he may he actually sells and makes stuff for DIY guys. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Jonathan? Uh, my name's John. Um, I own uh, Brand X Electrical in Ohio. Mm -hmm. uh, we make high output alternators, and then we also sell uh, like conversion kits where people can upgrade their stock alternators, uh, rebuild their own stock alternators, rebuild their high output alternators, and then um, we also do a lot of like uh, DIY lithium stuff. We sell a lot of uh, balancers for lithium lithium guys uh wiring kits stuff like that okay uh, let's see what did kyle send me not letting oh jonathan says not letting me click the live video feed all right it should now um but anyway uh so yeah people chiming in right now woody mcdonald tiffany whitaker paris she's from uh bridgetown barbados sq sounds which is her husband tristan barbados chiming in rosa espinota espinoza that's you know <laughs> the um uh, uh moses 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 martinez lady friend you know with the big old x's <laughs> Uh, if you know Moses, you know Moses. Well, like I said, Woody, we got somebody, Peter Guns 559 says, tune in, tune in. Cool. All right, there's all the people I've got uh, chiming in on the chat so far. Nice. Um, so um, it also in our, in our promo part, we were talking about you being a wiring snob. Why don't you uh, yes. go into that a little bit? Uh, like as far as like, the wiring aspect of what uh, people seem to have most issues with, or just the fact why, that I generally don't like people. Why are you a wiring snob? Uh, spaghetti is gross, and um, <laughs> wire, wiring organizers are your friend. Uh, lugs are your friend. Heat shrink is your friend, mm. and doing proper battery deletes and big three wiring upgrades is very important, if not one of the most important parts of wiring uh, any 12 volt electrical system. So you think about audio, whatever. You just think about all the money you spend on your equipment, and then you just do a, a terrible install. It's like take some pride in in what you do. You know, it doesn't take much effort to to clean things up and and do it properly the first time, right? Properly, I mean, clean is one thing. I mean, there's like the the saying that like ugly is loud and and night and pretty is not loud. I mean, that's a that's a that's a real thing. It is. I mean, but, why but not? Yeah, I mean, when you do a battery mm -hmm. delete. And you have uh, like generation noise and stuff like that. Um, if you do a battery delete properly, the way that we describe how to do it with our instructions and all that kind of stuff, uh, you won't have those issues. <laughs> but right, uh, Rosa Espinoza says, uh, can you tag your page on here, Mr. Wiring Snob? Uh, Kyle can do it because I still can't get on the, uh, oh. the live feed there. There's, yeah. there's, over to there's hover Moses the Martinez posting in. Uh, once again, he uh, so Team Send It is upgrading it to a 2x. 
Moses is going to upgrade it to a 3x, like I said, but we're going to keep the trophies and the price the same. Um, we just want more people and potentially uh, set up records um, at uh, Sean and Janet Kent's uh, wedding ceremony that we're going to have at the event. So, um, you coming? Someone's getting that? married at a at, at a, a show. Disney drag event, yes, sir. <laughs> April dude, 8th. where's my? Where's the? Oh, dude, I'll definitely buy them something. Post that they should message me their. Uh, what is that called? The registry. Message me your registry. I'll oh. buy you something. I'll be registering. Right there, Kyle Ernie tagging in. Um, yeah. So we're renewing their vows, actually. So they're not actually getting married. Uh, oh, okay, so, okay. So at at my shows at World Finals one year. Um, do you know uh, Marissa and Thomas O'Brien? Yeah, I know Thomas. Yes. Okay, so they. Well, got... I know both of them, but I know yes. Thomas more than I know. Um. So. O'Brien Car Audio. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin uh, Ben Barnett says, "Buy me something." <laughs> I just spent a bunch of money with you, Ben. I don't oh, need to spend any more money with you. Hey, uh, Moses saying Jeffrey, he'll see you this weekend. Yes. Uh, we want to see Carnage too. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway um yeah so thomas and uh and marissa uh, marisa uh, got uh, engaged at world finals at one of my events at the same time that gary killian and leslie killian got engaged at world finals so it's kind of a thing we do out here on the west coast um <laughs> And, and, and they wanted to be part of that type tradition, and they asked me to officiate. So what we'll do is we'll do the qualifying, and then we'll uh, break. You know, when we go to do brackets, we're going to stop, and we're going to do the uh, ceremony. That's cool. Uh, Tristan out of Bridgetown says, I am a cable snob for sure. I hate to mm -hmm. see those poor cable management setups. Yeah. Um, yes. So what are your thoughts on people that uh, they take their alarm wires, stick it in a screw gun, and twist them? Before wire, be, <laughs> the look wires. on my face says all of that. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, just remember, we are doing this as a podcast, also. So this goes uh, um, audio, audio wise. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Yucky. How's that? Yucky. <laughs> I don't know if I can swear, but I'll just say yucky. That'll yeah. work for that one. Yeah, you do whatever you do. Okay. Um, I don't swear much on here. Jeffrey doesn't swear much, but the guests have sworn quite a bit on here. I swear a lot, but I'm gonna. I'll tone it down for you guys. I'll tone it down for you guys. Um, uh, Kyle knows how much I swear. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'm a uh, construction worker by trade, so. Oh, you he, swear plenty then. Get the fuck out. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't play uh, music with swear words at my events and stuff gotcha. like that because I, I truly um, I know you uh, have you ever been to any of my shows at all that I've been running? Uh, like not the one you ran, no. Slamology, yeah. I mean, when I, when I ran yeah. that one, uh, I couldn't tell you if it okay. was or not, but I've been to Slamology every year since like 2014, so I would assume so. So, so my intention when I put on a show is I want everybody to bring their kids. I think my number one customer, if they can bring their wife and their kids to my show because it's not offensive to them, then they can, um, their wife will allow them to keep going to the shows. Yep. And also, that's somebody that I want because it shows that they have a commitment to something. So if they can commit to base and go into shows, dude, that's 
more power to us and it's going to help our community grow and it also shows that they have uh, like to make commitments to people and can grow a fan base and have a good solid friend group um, so so i really do focus on that atmosphere that i want to so bring if my four-year-old rolled through one of your shows mm -hmm. with on his power wheel mm -hmm. playing rnb by young Dolph, that would be a no-go uh, it would be allowed. It it would be allowed. Oh, uh, I just wouldn't do it. I understand. All. I was just messing with you. Yeah. So um, uh, Janet Kent pops in here. She said the first base wedding is April eighth. Gots to come out. It is not the first base wedding because um, uh, Gary Killian. Somebody? No, remember oh. Gary Killian oh, had yeah, that show triple at his wedding. triple right. organization show at his house while he was doing his <laughs> wedding and we did it in satellite locations because we were here in california and uh, somebody was in new mexico uh um you know um mccain was in mexico new mexico and then they were up there and we were doing it also moses says he's heading out to slam all gene this year planning on driving out there again nice uh peter gunn says uh shot out to doug had a great show at jay's last friday Peter Flores. Okay. Hmm. That was his first time uh, competing, and he did a bunch of events, and he said he had an awesome time, uh, which is the intent when somebody comes to a show. I want them to have a great time. Uh, Moses brought him in, uh, so I yeah, appreciate that, Moses, bringing people, growing this car audio scene out there in, Sac in uh, Fresno. All right, so um, so wiring's a big deal. Cable management, right? So you're going to run certain cables on the driver's side, certain cables on the passenger side, wire ties. Uh, do you use zip ties on your cables? No way. Never. And, and uh, now, now, now why do you not use zip ties? Uh, they look hideous. And uh, a lot of times what I've seen is people will over tighten their zip ties and actually puncture through the shielding on the cable. Oh. And you can have shorts that way, and that's sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about our shorts last uh, week a little bit or a couple weeks ago. Um, and uh, we were talking about how I, when I first started in car audio, I took a screwdriver and shoved my wires. And this was a, a 76 Pontiac Catalina, so it's all metal, including yeah. the trim is metal. So I took a screwdriver and shoved my speaker wires underneath my door trim instead of unscrewing my door trim. Just shove it under with the screwdriver. Yeah. Weird. My whole car caught on fire. I don't know yeah, how that happened. Not a good wire idea. Loom? What, sure. do you guys, what do you think about wire loom? Is that kind of in with the uh, making it look pretty? I mean, wire loom, tech flex, all that kind of stuff is all fine and dandy. But I mean, that's not the, my biggest. My biggest thing is where people put wires. That's it's where they terminate them, like uh, ah. proper grounds. Um, a lot of people think that like the trunk floor is an excellent ground. It's mm. not. Um, a lot of guys, oh. even with cars with big frames like uh, like a fully box frame like a F-150 or like a Ford Expedition or a Tahoe, they'll wire everything to the frame under the hood, and then they'll wire it to like a shock tower in the truck itself. <laughs> like that's not like I don't know if people know, but body mounts are generally made out of rubber, and yeah. that's um, or urethane. Yeah something not not metal no so <laughs> so, so yeah. anything that anything that's that that has severe impact they make out of urethane for cars yeah it's not rubber because rubber deteriorates uh really fast when you have that much movement 
but your thing holds up. That was, I like that motion. Do that motion one more time for me. What? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tristan says, or you use Tessa table. I don't Tessa know what tape. that's. Oh, is, that, is that what it is? Tessa tape? What's it's like, uh, it's like anti-chafing tape. Best way that I can describe that. If you're gonna if you're gonna put something through like a metal panel or something, that's what like a oh, lot of instead German of a cars, grommet. No, it's tape. But, uh, you but ever I mean, worked instead out, like, a of a grommet, before? right? Nah, it's tape. It looks like it's black, like electrical tape generally, but it's, it's not. Like a, uh, a felt, it's got like a felt finish to it, like yeah. kind of fuzzy. Yep. Okay. Oh, it so kind it of grabs, like if you put it through something metal, it'll kind of grab in place on that metal because it's like more of like a fabric than like okay. a rubber. Okay. Or, uh, all, or urethane or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Benjamin, uh, Ben Barnett says, uh, ask him about amp inputs. Uh, so what what do you have for us about amp inputs? I hate amp, amp inputs. I hate them with a passion. <laughs> oh, you're talking they about are... those big lugs where people put the wire into the lug and then they put the lug. They'll do like the a four hot wire to a four gauge terminal. Like, yeah. Like what, what purpose does that serve? Like that's, it does nothing. Like you're, you're talking about the gains that you would get are almost eliminated. Like moments after you have it hooked up, just from the fact that you just added one more connection point to fail. That's so yeah, I, I ferals. Just, People should be using ferals. Bring ferals back. That's all that I'm trying to. I would to disagree say there. with you there. So, but let, now I got science you, to back it up. I, just I, I absolutely have. <laughs> I I have real world application to back it up. So yeah. back in the days, uh, I had a 1500 watt Arc Audio amplifier, mm-hmm. and I ran as many as eight runs of one aught from the battery to the amp. And then freaking condensed it down to nothing within six inches. Um, of po- eight runs of positive, eight runs of negative, and every time I added another run to that, I gained an SPL. You're, this was probably like the early two thousands. Is that does not? It would be late nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do do that now, and the uh, everything's just much more efficient now. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. like I said. So I, my real world experience is from that time frame, right? Yeah, a- I mean, and that still AGM works. Batteries and, were yeah. coming out and stuff like that, right? I mean, you're yeah. I mean, you're my my biggest thing is is when you're running a four out wire to a one out input. That's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. If you're talking about condensing power runs to be shorter runs to the end terminal end termination of your of your actual amplifier, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is you running a four out wire from a battery that's 30 feet long from your battery to your not 30 feet's an exaggeration, obviously, okay. but right. <laughs> if it's if it's more than a few feet, you're wasting you're wasting wire. That's basically the gist of it. You're mm-hmm. you've got to imagine you can run 400 amps through good one out cable over the course of 18 feet and have minimal drop over 400 amps. That's less than generally less than two to three tenths of a volt for you to go to two watt. To gain that tenth of a volt, not really desirable in my opinion. And then you generally lose it in that AM input that you just did. That if you're using a ferrule, you're kind of crushing all that wire into make it one big connection point. When you make a lot of these companies make these wanna inputs and they put like this recess in it yep. that basically makes where the screw and maybe six millimeters of that aluminum is actually touching your AMP input. That's mm-hmm less than ideal than if you would just use a ferrule that's more that's what i'm getting involved with not necessarily running a bunch of wire to a terminal block and the terminal block to the amp 
you're still you're still terminating only one wire to the amp itself is what I'm getting at. Yes. When you're running two terminals, when you're running two wires on a block the size of your fist, and then you're only going into it the size of Kyle's winky, you know what I mean? There's <laughs> there's just there's no real point of doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, <laughs> Uh, Janet chimed in again. Everyone is welcome on April 8th. Food and more. Uh, meet me in the lanes. That's what she says. So that's good. I, I, I appreciate that we're doing that. But like I said, uh, we're going to upgrade it to a 3X. That should be online tomorrow. Um, for you guys. Oh, before we get too far, I wanted to thank our sponsors once again. Puns Customs and Crossfire Car Audio for sponsoring the show. Help care, take, uh, take care of some of the costs for us for our minutiae stuff like the um, like Zoom and for all our little add-on stuff that we do and be able to uh, do this and, you know, pay for all our um, our paid services so that we can get on the podcast and whatnot. So I do appreciate you guys. Uh, that's Puns Customs and Crossfire Car Audio are currently our two sponsors that we're using. Um, ben says he's uh you got to love these 12-foot power runs. That's 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 Ben right there. Twelve yeah. power runs from the battery to the amps. That makes a lot of sense. Whole lot of sense. Yeah. No sense. Yeah, we, we did uh, we did alternators last week. So running the big three. So um, who was who did we have on last week? Uh, Jeff. Sean DeHart. Oh right? yeah, Sean DeHart. Sean DeHart. And he actually showed us a couple of amps and the connections and um, where to connect and all that stuff. Uh, and we're talking about grounds actually. Um, and like I said last week is your frame is a phenomenal ground, but you got to make sure you have a good strap from your engine block because your engine block is the ground for your vehicle. So as long as you strap and you have a clean connection from metal to metal, um, they make these great braided uh, wires that you can connect from your engine block to your frame. Uh, and um, like I said, as long as you have a good clean connection of bare metal to bare metal and then you clear coat it or paint it or something on top of it so it doesn't corrode that will help significantly in your grounding issues say the engine block is the ground it ends up being the ground for all your vehicles because that's where your battery grounds to you generally do a big three though you're you're giving current runs in a path of least resistance right so i mean if you have a big three your frame kind of becomes your the power source is the ground. Your battery is the ground. <laughs> your yeah. battery is your your battery is your power source. Right. Your your alternator. You want to be grounded either directly to the battery to the same central location, say your frame or something like that. Right. It's not like you ground your alternator to your engine. You know what I mean? You ground your alternator to the frame. You ground your battery to the frame. Your alternator is already mounted to the engine. Well, I mean, and, that's, that, and that's the ground yeah. for your alternator, right? That's the initial yeah. ground for the alternator is that bolt that goes through. And if you do a big three properly, your alternator that's itself correct. should be grounded to the frame as well. So that's, that's right. You know, but yeah. any any extra ground you can get, any extra connections you can make to make it better, it doesn't hurt. Path of um, least resistance, that's right? That's right. So if yeah. that finds least resistance there, then that'll work. If it finds least resistance through your cabling, which if it's done right, as you did state, if it's done right, then that will be it. Um, That's the most important thing is to make sure you are doing it right because a, yes. a braided steel cable will literally turn into a glow plug. If you if that is your path of least resistance, uh, Chop Gibbs is a great example of that. He's a guy out in North Carolina. When I first met him, 
he had uh, a lot of wiring issues and his his big threes were done made zero sense he had runs going to the back and then runs going from the back to the frame up front just crazy stuff and his uh his factory braided steel cable was glowing if that's happening then your big three you might as well not have it that's your it's not doing anything if that's getting hot at all then realistically if that has any current going through it at all after you do a big three then you wasted your time doing a big three that's that's your uh, that's just your engine's power light you know yeah that, so you know it's sure working. that's that's what it yeah. was in that situation that was glowing like yeah the yep. hole yeah. underneath the truck was black the uh the cable was a uh, nice bright orange that's not supposed to do that you mean it was a fusible link <laughs> yeah it turned every every wire is a fusible link with the right 100%. amount of power that's, the, that's just a fact hey and you got enough power you can turn any wire into a welding machine yes just saying <laughs> I, I may have done that once or twice in my lifetime. I've done that on purpose. I, uh, oh, no, trail, no, absolutely trail on rehab. purpose. Absolutely yeah, trail repairs, purpose. trail repairs, using an alternator as a welder to, yep. to fix my Jeep on the side of a trail. That, not recommended, but it does work. <laughs> Moses says, follow the bright light. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you guys um, have there at uh, Brand X? And uh, what, like what do you guys specialize? Yeah, what do you guys specialize in specifically? For this market, we specialize in high output alternators and uh, lithium batteries. Okay, so uh, as in HO, high output yeah, alternators? High output alternators, yeah. Okay, that, the brand and what they actually do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've actually had him on the show, haven't we, Jeffrey? Was it high output that we had on? So, yeah. Yeah. It might have so, been, yeah. Yeah, okay. so we had him on the show one time. I have no idea who that is. Oh. Um, I, I said high output alternators like that's what we build is high output alternators. Oh, you guys build them? Yes. Oh, okay, no, no, no. We actually had the brand high output alternators, HO alternators. Okay. Yeah, on, I never heard of that person. Oh, he's been doing it since 90s. Okay. You know, so he's been doing it a long time. Uh, he's, he was, it's actually was a really good show. Had a lot of good information about the alternators and stuff. So you well, guys are you talking your... about uh, um, Tom at Ohio? Oh, it's Ohio. like – it that sounds Ohio. like Tom at Ohio Generators. Yeah, That's the only yeah. person that I yeah, know yeah. that's been doing well, you, it that you, long. Yeah. You've also had Mechman on. You've yep, had Singer had on as well, on. right? Yeah. 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 We we try to get as many different brands on as we can just so that people can see and talk and meet the people that are behind their products. Um, okay. Because, you know, ultimately when you're buying a product, you're not buying the product itself. You're buying the people that build the product uh, because you're buying your the confidence that they built it properly. Um, you know, that, that's a big deal to me. Um, I'm not going to buy a product that I don't have confidence in the people that build it, you know, yeah. especially just, something specialized like this. Yeah. Just so you know, John builds all of his alternators shirtless. So you get extra love with oh, every, everyone get, you order. I live, I will, I will yeah. live FaceTime Kyle yeah. for every alternator that he orders. Yeah. Every single one. It's true. He's buck naked. It's true. He loves there it. you go. He's for that. Random yeah, calls at yeah. night. It's it's yep. raunchy. Yep. Yeah. That should be the model. Yeah. That should be in the model somewhere. <laughs> Business model. Shirtless on FaceTime for every alternator we build. Yep. No problem. <laughs> Don't mind the uh, chest hair falling into your alternator. It burns yep. off eventually anyway. <laughs> yep. burn. right. That'll do what it needs to do. It's a special Wait, seasoning. It yeah, yeah, does it yeah. conduct though? <laughs> There's enough. There's enough copper dust on my hair that it'll probably do that. I yeah. I think so. That's right. <laughs> um, so, so which uh, alternators do you guys you guys 
whatever somebody asked for, you can find a case. And so I know generally like the GM case is a nice, big, beefy case that we, we build billets for a lot of stuff. So we'll okay. machine you whatever you want. Okay. Like a uh, good example right here. This is one for can just pull one up for you. This is for a uh, Toyota 1.5 liter. So like this specific Bionics one, there's speed. not an option for a higher output alternator, like over right. 160 amps using the factory cases. Mm -hmm. So we will just build you new cases that fit internals off of say a GM or something. Got you. And we'll give you a plug adapter so it plugs in and all that good stuff. So do you guys have like an on-site water jet or something? To uh, my father-in-law owns a machine shop uh, relatively local to us. And then um, I'll do CAD designs and stuff. I'll do CAD drawings and stuff. And then like sol mostly SolidWorks. I say CAD just because that's right. what I learned Everybody on. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we use, yeah, we use uh, SolidWorks. And then um, a lot of – we try to keep – everything that I make, I try to keep it in audio, if that makes any sense. So uh -huh. – so there's a lot of machinists in audio that do a really good job. Um, I will either send them a design or work with them on a design, and they'll manufacture it, and we'll pay them. It kind of keeps the money in audio. That's gotcha. more along the lines of what I try to stick with. Anything that I can keep in the hobby that pays my bills, I will do my best to do so. Okay. So you guys do alternators. You go lithium. So DIY lithium. So we've had a couple of people on here talking about lithium and you know the dangers of it and kind of what to look for kyle came on one time um so what would you say to somebody that was trying to just start out and wanted to build a diy lithium bank i would i i promised i wouldn't say anything negative so i won't but <laughs> there are certain pages there are certain pages that uh that you should avoid and all of them have this guy named brad on them yeah and if you yeah his initials uh, are bs for a reason right yes bullshit <laughs> yeah that is um that is someone trying to sell you something not someone trying to help you uh a, a great resource for uh yinlong i think yinlong only is a great one um headway is another good option the two easiest ones to work with are headway and yinlong cylindrical cells um yeah. that's those are the that are modular to work with Things that bolt together, things that are modular, things that have existing busing in the market, yep. you know, oh, pro yeah. proven track record, good manufacturing history. Yeah, like there, there's a lot Five of great plus years. They've ex been in the market and relatively yeah. low failures outside of your few anomalies and supply yeah. availability. These are the kind of things you want to look for, right? Yep, you're gonna look for something. You like a lot of guys will jump ship to the newest cell on the market, and then uh, they don't last very long. Um, not that the cell doesn't last very long. It's just like the big one right now is the skip 2.9s. Um, guys trying to build with those, that's fine, but don't expect them to be available in five years because they're kind of just, they're at end of run on that cell. And it's kind of like in two, three years after that supply, so they have a million cells. After that supply is gone, there's not going to be any more. Uh, it was like the protos um, when the protos were real big, like three, four years ago. Uh, everyone was really into those, and now they're all gone. And there's a lot of people with banks that can't make it any bigger or do anything. They just have to switch to a different technology or sell. So, uh, so one thing I've kind of noticed about cells, how they come in waves, it, it seems like almost they're built for a specific purpose. Either they get retired or rejected, or yeah, you know, so the market gets flooded with the, this specific cell. 
And then once the supply runs up, then that's it. You can't get any well, more. The reason why you see it is because it's been discontinued, right? So the yeah. 2.9s are, they're done. They're so no the, more. The, the hobby, where the see last knockoffs people. made, like you see knockoff C-Max made, you see knockoff Yinlongs made, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, for you to find that real, the real cells, and then any cell that you get, I don't care what your friend on Alibaba told you, they are all B stock or C stock or <laughs> negative defects. 100%. So, yeah, stay away from those guys. Yeah. It's not to stay away from Alibaba. It's a great resource. Um, it's just if you if you don't have contacts overseas, it's a great way to actually make contacts and make reliable contacts. I'm not saying that nobody should ever go on Alibaba. I'm just saying that you should. It's like an eBay for businesses. Is basically the gist of it. It's like an yep. eBay for overseas contact. That's that's basically so they have some protections and stuff like that for you, but um. I mean, if you're dealing with anyone on Alibaba and they want to sell you skip 2.9 amp hour cells, which is like the most popular thing that you're seeing right now about people talking about, um, you can get them for like $4 a cell. Uh, that's super cheap, crazy cheap. Nothing's ever been this cheap. There's a reason why. That's the only thing that I would say. Uh, I have a bunch of them here. They work great. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of super high output cells with low reserve. Uh, the lowest reserve I would like to mess with is like 10 amp hour per cell. But yeah, I mean, a C-Max has been an option for years now and people still swear by that. So yeah, I mean, it's just plenty of it, options out there. Any, anytime you're doing business overseas, like g generally there's not a lot of people out of there that are going to rip you off, you know, but always trust, but verify, right? So yep. if someone's selling you a 45 amp hour yin long cell, for example, right? If you don't have a way of actually testing that cell and verifying that it's a true 45 amp hour, then you could be getting like a reject, you know, 30, 35 amp hour cell, right? But yeah. the wrapper says one thing, but you not being able to test that and determine whether you're, what you're buying is legitimate, then you, you really have no idea, right? Yeah. And a lot of companies will just, even over here in the States, will rewrap them with something else. Uh, yeah. Again, not naming any companies or anything like that, but there are companies out there doing that. <clears throat> That's common throughout the audio industry anyway, right? That's common through any industry, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, like we sell stuff for golf carts, people do the same thing. It's just, yeah. Uh, so Fred Montoya, chime in. Uh, Jonathan, the Montana. Focus Alt. Oh, Montana, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, uh, the Focus Alternator is kicking ass. He says. Hooray. Um, Moses, <laughs> Moses <laughs> Martinez says, uh, "Do you guys make a 400 amp alternator for a 2012 Toyota FJ Cruiser?" Uh, I will if you want me to. Ah, we will make a billet for it if you want me to. Actually, I'm sending Kyle. A large case prototype for his Toyota, and the mount is the same. So, yeah, if that works out, then we'll actually have that available, and it won't be billet prices. It'll be sub five hundred dollars for that unit. So, uh, so that that gets me to the thing. So, um, what is roughly the cost of a alternator? I mean, I know it, it can vary Some greatly, stuff. but you know, average our average. I could tell you our average sale price is three hundred and thirty dollars. That's yeah. what our average, every unit that we saw, based off of... Is that like, like a 250 amp GM case type thing? Um, that's a little bit less than that, but yeah. I mean, the like most common thing that we sell is a 320 amp. Okay. Um, that's pretty much the most common thing that we sell. Yeah. And those are, those for most applications are 395. Uh, Calvin chiming in, uh, Jeff's favorite guy here. Says, hey, sorry I'm late. I was downloading the videos Jeff sent me. They were personal. Don't ask. 
he does a lot for twenty dollars, and that's all I'm saying. What's your Venmo, dude? Oh, <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, right? Jeff, Twenty <laughs> bucks. I thought that was you on Feet Finder, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Kyle getting a little uh, showing his sides here right now. Um, Tris- uh, Calvin needs a, a big alternator. That's what he needs. Does he? he? He's got a. I think he's got a Armada, a Nissan Armada. That's. Uh... Yeah, it's. You guys know who Dan Kern is? Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan's been on here a few times. Yeah, Dan's Dan's got. Uh, we make up to 540 amps for an Armada. Oh dang. For a single uh, alternator, right? So now you don't have to run two to – I mean, doesn't hurt to run a second one. Just saying. <laughs> I, the 540 is – we make 500 and 540 amp alternators. We don't recommend them for daily use, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, that's a lot of heat in one package. If you ever had an issue where your batteries were low and you fired your truck up, it's not as simple as let me just go for a cruise and bring those batteries back up. The chances of you thermaling the stud – and thermaling the rectifier are really good then. Wow. It's okay. more of uh pulling on a trailer, take it off a trailer kind of guy. Okay. Um, so uh, Tristan asked, uh, so what about battery lugs? Uh, what the, the, What do you mean? Do you, do you what, make what battery lugs? Do you suggest We sell them? lugs, yeah. But, I mean, anybody can go get lugs on Winnie Nation, man. They're good quality copper tinned lugs for not a ton of money. Okay. Uh, so, so do you guys specialize to the DIY guy or do you sell to shops? What's your, where, where do you guys All of fit? All Literally of anything. Yeah. So I, I can, I can answer that. Right. I've <laughs> traditionally been a DIY guy, but I mean, John has provided lots of help and feedback and product and everything over the years. Right. So you just you know. passed what? 160 alternators recently. I realized that, uh, I think that, that's order number. I think quantity was closer quantity to quantity is over two fifty. Yeah. Dang. That's yeah. pretty solid. A lot, a lot of alts. Calvary. We've sold we've sold thirty thousand units in four years between uh between Amazon, eBay fulfillment. We don't just do the audio stuff, like we do racing. Right. We do um Both. racing's actually getting bigger and bigger. Uh the F body community has like jumped all over us. There's a couple of guys that have greatly helped us out in that market. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, we do locomotives, we do, uh, boats, we do, I'm Machinery. one of the few, I'm one of the few certified to, uh, not, I wouldn't really call it certified, but I can, if you have an aircraft, I can rebuild your alternator in your aircraft too. That's <laughs> more along like that's, yeah, there's, it's more complicated than calling it certified, but yeah, you have to send each one of those units out for the certification process after you've rebuilt it. And I have a oh, really that, yeah. Anything you put into a uh, into an aircraft has to have that uh, certification. So, yep. um, yeah, Calvin puts in here F and Dan. Tell him to give me his dual bracket. He's working on it. <laughs> uh, Dan uh, Blue Ghost is actually going to be making that and producing that. Okay, so you sell the dual alt brackets also. We sell ones that no one else will make. Um, but like otherwise, Ryan. I generally recommend people to go to Blue Ghost. Dan's a really good dude. And, uh, again, someone who's in the, the community, if I can help support him mm-hmm. and and keep his keep his income coming, I'm going to do that. So what about so balancers then for him? I, I, I stock Blue Ghost brackets, by the way. Okay. In stock. And, and you're out of Sacramento. For people that don't know Kyle, he's out of right. Sacramento. And it's uh, Ernie Audio Incorporated? 
Ernie Audio and Electrical. Oh, Ernie Audio and Electrical. I knew it was yes. EA something. Yep. So, um, yeah, Ernie Audio Electrical. Um, yeah. So, what about balancers for the uh, for the? We sell uh, we sell LTO balancers for twenty five bucks. Um, oh. They're for like Yinlong. It just there's a lot of companies out there scalping on that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and um, charging a hundred plus dollars for just a little board that yep. just kind of trickles down. All it does is really just causes a little draw to bring them all back together. Um, we sell something really similar for $25 and it already comes with a wiring harness and, and terminal ends already on it. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to be starting making one for a headway soon just cause that's, we're seeing that come back a lot. Um, I won't make anything for NMC or C max or something like that though. The voltages are just too wonky. Okay. Do they come as with, as... uh, with like voltmeters on them and all that stuff so that you, can... no, no, oh, it's okay. generally, you don't. You should have a voltmeter where you can see it. <laughs> that's okay. the, a balancer but, isn't something you should really see, in my opinion. Like that's that's, uh, that's something that should be inside somewhere. Okay. Uh, one thing I did learn about uh, lithium is uh, there's a requirement when you put them together is you have to pack them. They have to be tightly held together because if you have them loose, then you have issues with them. Is that's that dependent on the that's dependent on the battery. Oh, like, is it? Uh, C-Max is the most popular one that you'll hear that you have to do compression on. Okay. Um, yeah, and those are just out of, I don't know if, how familiar you are with them, but those are basically just out of a Ford. They're out of a Ford C-Max or a Ford Fusion Hybrid. They'll basically repurpose like that 96-volt bank or 192-volt bank. They'll repurpose it, purpose it into like a 4S configuration and like around the 14-volt range. Okay. Uh, and, and what's a 4S configuration? Uh, four series, you know, series parallel circuits. Oh, okay, series parallel okay. four times. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So four series circuits, four S, four series. Okay. And then your parallel circuits will be what builds your reserve up. So say you have right. a five amp hour cell and you do four S two P, now it's a 10 amp, 10 amp hour, 20 amp hour. You know what I mean? You're building it up from there. Yep, 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 yep. Um. So let's see, we're about 40 minutes in. We got about another 15 minutes left. So with, with your with your business here. So how long have you been doing this, uh, your company there? My uh, company I've had for four years. I've been building years. rotating electrical since I was like eight years old. <laughs> you were one of those kids that would uh, tear down your, uh, uh, tear apart a lamp just to see how it works. No, no. Um, my uh, dad did the same thing uh, for, for locomotives mostly. Oh, okay. um, but he did that for a living for a long time. He still does it for a living now. Um, not for me, but for a much bigger company. <laughs> and then, uh, um, I worked for, uh, another company previously that we don't need to get into, yep. um, that I worked there for a few years as well and, uh, kind of honed it a little bit as far as the high output side goes and started my own thing again, four years ago. Awesome. And, and uh, so, so you're on the East coast, you got plenty time zones, like it's already like nine o'clock there and stuff. We're good. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to work when we're done, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? I I will say above everything else, uh, the people we have on here that are successful, Jonathan Price, uh, Scott Owens, um, Jacob Fuller, every one of those guys, they just because they're they come on the podcast, they're always like, yeah. As soon as we're done here, I got to go back to work. Um, yeah. It, we find that people that work hard. 
do well in life. And if you find something you love and you work hard at it, you can make a reasonable living at it. And, and I tell that to I tell that to young kids all the time. Where when I see them, you know, if you find something you love and you put a lot of work into it, you can make a living doing just about anything that you can imagine. Yep. So, uh, so it, for you guys that don't know, um, uh, Jonathan there, John had a little uh, has a little man crush on Kyle and was talking about that he was looking kind of <laughs> sexy before the show. Whoa. Yeah, he was. Says he's Losing looking hella out. good. So Ooh. why don't you tell us about what you've uh, been doing lately, Kyle, with that? Uh, I, I don't know if you could tell over Zoom, but I've lost a little bit of weight recently. Now, how much is that little bit of weight? Uh, 50 pounds. 50 pounds. 50 That's pounds, excellent. Yeah. Uh, that lost good. my whole left nut. That's I can almost, incredible. I can almost touch my toes now. Almost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is great. Um, you know, I've shared on here. My wife, uh, I believe, my wife is now at the lowest weight she's been since she was in seventh or eighth grade. So, oh, um, my wife is doing a very similar journey. I lost sixty pounds a couple of years ago myself. Just um, ended up getting on Biggest Loser, and my knees constantly hurt. So I was like, you know, maybe I should lose some weight, and did the same thing, right? And um, once again, you know, anything somebody puts their mind to, if that's their focus, they're going to be successful at it, whether it be losing weight, running a stereo shop, running uh, uh, your own business, making high output alternators, acting like Mr. Jeffrey up there, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, so, like I said, I, I just I want everybody to know, hey, Kyle, congratulations. You're doing a yeah, great thank job. You. Uh, Was it yeah. a specific Congrats reason? as well. Uh, was it a specific reason, Kyle, or just, you know, overall feeling uh, healthy or? So, so oddly enough, you know, my, my weight and stuff, you'd expect me to have some sort of like, you know, hypertension, pre-diabetic, mm. none of that. But it, it scared me to think like, well, how much longer do I have before that comes to fruition? Right. So cool, it's, it's time, time to make a change. Right. So how old are you now, Kyle? 32. You're a baby still. Yeah. I just turned 34 in this month. 30, 32, but I, I look and feel like fucking 45, so. Oh, man, you're looking good to me right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so 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 how ancient am I, though, at 50? So. Uh, you you look about 36, though. You look pretty <laughs> yeah. good. You look younger than I do. You got that yeah. going for you. Well, I am 50. I just turned 50 a couple weeks ago, so. Happy birthday. Right. Belated, happy birthday, happy birthday. birthday. That, that way I can beat up on the old men in the bowling alley. So, because that's a senior bowler. Yeah, 50 it's years senior old. now. That's Is right. it? So, yep. I even yeah. got my AARP card last week. <laughs> All right. So, I, I think everyone wants to know, Doug, what, what ounce is your bowling ball? Uh, they don't come in ounces. They come in pounds. Or pound, pounds. How many yeah, pounds? So, I, so I, use a I use a 15 all day long. Um, Anybody that's good bowls a 15. Uh, I used to throw 16, but it goes through the pins too hard, so I had to cut down to 15 to help get some deflection. And I'm actually considering cutting down to a 14 uh, to get more deflection because my ball just goes through the – I mean, I, I don't know how much you guys know about bowling, but the thing about uh, bowling is it's about angle and rotation and speed. And uh, I have a significant amount of speed. I have a ton of rotation, and I got a lot of angle. So when you add those things add up, your power number goes quite a bit up. You know, um, if you ever, you know, I don't know how much you guys are into physics, 
but uh, angle rotation and uh, you know speed e equals mc squared, right? Um, so there's my speed. My mass is the four 15 pounds, and then my angle of rotation is a uh, another vector that you use in physics. Um, so because I have a huge amount of angle and my speed and the weight, I leave some funky leaves because I rip through the pins pretty hard. So um, considering dropping down to 14 just for that reason, and there's been a couple of pros this year that are doing it. So nice. um, definitely considering it. But then I have to buy 12 new bowling balls just for my daily use. Jeez, you 12. Know? Well, you know, I make plenty of money off of bowling that – my bowling balls really don't cost me anything. That's other people's <laughs> money I'm buying them with. Oh, there you go. So, um, but, uh, you know, another thing we got going on, which, um, you know, Brand X might want to get involved with, I don't know, but we are trying to put together a um, uh, satellite version of Top Dog. Are you familiar with Top Dog and Base Race? Nope. Okay, so in DB Drag, we have Top Dog and Base Race. It's how well you can control your system. Uh, the object of the uh, competition is to hit 9.9 .9 without going over, whether it's 129, 39, 49, 59. It doesn't matter. You, the whole object is to hit 9.9 .9 without going over. So we're looking to do it in three to four venues all at the same time on the same day, and we're trying to build up the prize fund so that hopefully we can pay out to the winner like 1500 bucks for winning that in multiple locations. I got 100 on it. Message me your PayPal. I'll put 100 on it. Yeah, so, but uh, we're waiting for Wayne. He's actually working on the program. He didn't this weekend because he was hanging out with Jeff in <laughs> Kansas or Oklahoma or something. Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. But he, he did mention, um, yeah, he's got some really good information. going to be coming out soon. I won't, uh, yep. you know, reveal them on the show. But, uh, yeah, so. Do it. Leak it. <laughs> well, we can, you heard it here first, right? That's how you get the views, bud. It, it's something that that uh, Doug had alluded to uh, yep. last week's show. It's it's world finals related along with other other things to do with competitions in multiple locations. So we have a lot of locations. stuff that we're trying to increase and make better with the car audio scene as a whole. So, you know, that, that stuff is really cool. I mean uh, – Jeffrey and I have done multiple locations, probably what four or five times at least. Jeffrey, yeah. mm -hmm. um, plus the World Finals. I mean, that's just uh, between oh, the yeah. two of us doing it. SoCal versus NorCal, um, you know. And I know Texas wants to get in on trying to beat up on our uh, NorCal DB, <laughs> our base racers, and then mm -hmm. obviously the Tennessee base racers, you Tennessee know, guys. their thing. So, um, as a matter of fact, the first uh, first remote uh competition that was ever done was between uh thomas o'brien and he was out here in sacramento at autorama which is actually coming up here uh the end of april make sure you're available for it kyle it's a good show i'll yeah. be there it's an awesome nice. show um so a lot of history yeah it, tons of history i've done it this will be my 21st year running an autorama event um but uh so autorama is totally awesome. They stick us right at the front gate, and they gate over thirty thousand people in the weekend. And is it bigger than Slam? Uh, in gate, it is, I believe. Hmm. Um, car audio wise, I don't think so. Oh right, right. Um, but sure uh, gate, it was. Yeah. So, but I mean, they 
they gate 30,000 people that pay $10 to park and $20 to walk through the gate. Yeah. It, it's a big deal. Um, and we don't have any issues with demoing or nothing. And people, and, and you, we always have a crowd of three plus hundred people at any given time just sitting there watching. And you get to park in the venue and yep. with the class that's in parkings included. So that's a yep. big plus. Right. Yeah. As long as you're there before 10. Yep. Yep. Otherwise they charge you to get through the gate to get to the competition. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so that's coming up pretty soon and that's a five X weekend for you guys that are trying to get points, right? Two X on Saturday, three X on Sunday. Um, and then we obviously have the people coming down from Canada for that event. So that's going to be cool. Um, do, so do you uh, participate in the car audio competition at all, John? Um, Mecca used to a lot. Um, okay. And then uh, ISPL, when that was a thing, not really as big anymore. Um, and then uh, NSPL, they had like a C-plus class or C-pillar C -pillar class. Um, I think I still have a couple records of that one. Okay. And then – uh, I did BB drag back in the day. I got a couple trophies over here on the seam or not over there, a couple over there, but, um, yeah, but, uh, that was before I started my own company. Um, it's at the point now where I kind of feel like I have a little bit of an advantage per se that I can have certain things. Not necessarily funded, but there's certain things that a lot of people have to pay a lot of money for that I don't have to pay anything for. <laughs> so right. it's just kind oh, of, yeah. I feel like it's uh, it's kind of not cheating, but that and uh, out here, I mean, I'm in the Midwest. You got I got to compete with guys like RP and yeah. each and that ain't happening. So <laughs> <laughs> their, their brains are much bigger than mine. <laughs> so at least when it comes to all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've just been doing demo builds. I generally do a build or two a year. Right now, I'm doing my uh, – for myself. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I'm doing my uh, Suburban. We're doing 1212s and a C-pillar on around 40,000 watts. So, and, so have uh, you seen the Cyclone classes? That's absolutely I have, weird towards yeah. the demo build. It's just – I don't see a – I Mecca is a little bigger in Ohio. Okay. I just – I haven't seen well, – who's your guys' judge out here? Uh, Ohio, I would, would it be Wyatt. It'd probably be Wyatt. Uh, I mean, it'd be him or, uh, Andy would be the two closest mm. and Andy's not very close. So, and, and, uh, um, he's out of Wyatt's out of, uh, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. so, I mean, that's right. probably that's your closest judge. 10 hours. Yeah. That's yeah. a good 10 hours. So yeah, <laughs> well, hey, not... I'll tell you right now that that would not deter him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have – I mainly stick to, like, a lot of local shows and stuff like that, and cool. I go to a couple big shows a year. Um, like, I go to Slamology. I usually go to TDH, but that was this past weekend. Yeah. Um, I Triple Fest or no? Uh, no. I think TDH it was, is uh, Team Deadly Virginia, Hurts. It's a I team think. show oh, okay. in Virginia. Yeah. And then, um, like, uh, there's a couple North Carolina shows that I generally go to. Um, Sundown – like – all these shows end up being on like sundown is always on my wedding anniversary weekend. <laughs> and my wife's gone to it a couple times and she'd rather do other things like go to Boca or something. Not that. So yeah. Yeah, that's, and then, uh, well, but yeah, I mean, 18 years of Autorama was on uh, Valentine's day. 
So that's a um, rough one. That's yeah. a rough one. So, <laughs> but but I've been with my wife for thirty years, and she understands. So yeah, my wife understands, but doesn't like it. Levels of understanding. Yes. <laughs> levels of understanding. I mean, she under she works here too. So I mean, she she gets it. I mean, she right. goes to shows with me. She helps set up booths and stuff like that. Um, that's at the point now where I still enjoy audio as a hobby. So mm -hmm. I go to shows more so to have fun as and a spectator. Support. I, I mean, I bring my vehicle and I demo, okay. but I don't really bring product to sell more so that shows mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. I just kind of also I'll bring parts. Like I offer every company, regardless of who you bought an alternator from, I'll fix your alternator under our lifetime warranty. Okay. So like like last year we last year at Slam we fixed forty two alternators and only wow. three of them were Brand X. Um. So that's we fixed any company that was out there's product for our parts cost um that's i don't know anybody else doing that <laughs> i mean we're we try to support the community because it supports literally my livelihood so yeah i'm i'm about that all right jeffrey you want to hit him with the question sure um so john this is basically a question that we ask all of our guests uh basically we want to know what your definition of a base hit is Okay, I'll give you my real definition, and then I'll give you my the generic answer. Uh, oh, my sure. real definition of a base head is uh, someone that will go to almost any length, where eating ramen, doing whatever you have to do to be able to afford that small upgrade you're looking for. Um, but realistically, a broad term would be anybody that has two twelves and just enjoys a little bit of base going on and whatever they're in. Um, whether it be their house or, I mean, there's base heads with home stereos that cost 10 times what our cars bills do. Yeah. I mean, that's their base heads. I mean, but uh, my opinion is the good middle-class guy working to do what they can to not get divorced and still have a audio system. <laughs> that's, the, that's generally the, that's my consensus of, of what a base head is. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I remember before I started my company when I was working, I mean, I was making you know, 19 an hour scraping together whatever I could to pay my mortgage and still be able to, I'd buy one sub every month. You know what I mean? Like right. just working towards building that system. That's, that's a real base head in my opinion. Awesome. Kyle, anything change with your version of a base head? Just th thinking about it a little bit more. Anybody like, that shops at Ernie Audio. Think about this, right? Any, anyone who buys a car and the first thing they do is put a sub in it, you might be a Bayside, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I know people will rent cars and put systems in them. And Done that. That's yeah. uh, that's some real <laughs> Bayside activities right there. So if you, if you love base in general, you're a Bayside doesn't I mean, matter where you get it from, from I the mean, house, from the car. Team Send Chivo flew out to World Finals, borrowed somebody's car, and base raced at World Finals. Yep. And yeah. that's that's base head love, you know? Yeah. Yes. Lending out builds and supporting each other. That's what it's all about, right? Yes, sir. Do you guys do the joint World Finals with Mecca and stuff like that? Or? Uh, I think we have in the we past. We have in the past. Yeah. We didn't last year, and I'm not sure it's going to happen this year. I think they have it on a different day than us. Okay. Um, Tristan from Barbados says, Jonathan and Kyle, tonight was awesome with great information. Thanks. Thank All you, right. Tristan. So how do they um, how do they get a hold of you, uh, John? Just Facebook.com slash Brand X Electrical, our website, 
brandaxelectrical.net, or you can call us at a number that I don't even know off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandex Car Audio, Google search, and it'll come up a number for you, right? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. What's the next big show that you're going to be? Um, yeah. I don't know, putting a booth in or um, Slamology. I'm going to be this. The Suburban was supposed to be done in time for TDH, but it'll be done in time for Slamology, and that'll be the next big show that I go to. I spent which most is in of June, the weekend, right? early June. Yep. Yeah. Uh, TDH this past weekend. I instead of going to the show, I worked on a lot of orders, and uh, I got. Uh, my subs loaded and a few other things. So yeah, I'll have that done and playing shortly, and we'll be unveiling our water cooled alternators at uh, at Slamology. Okay. Uh, On that. Do they cool through your regular cooling system, or do you add isolated cooling system? Isolated. Okay. isolated cooling. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kyle, where are they going to see you? How do they get a hold of you for information stuff? Uh, also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Ernie Audio, uh, reachable anytime. have multiple accounts, uh, Rico Ernesto uh, being the most popular. So uh, just reach you, out. You, you, you uh, got another good. band? No, no, no. Oh, I've, man, I've been I was a good about boy. to say, you got to stay off uh, that I've been, a, I've been a good boy, man. No, but uh, fa Facebook, um, really, that's the best way to get a hold of me, either my personal account or on the, the business page. Reach out anytime you have any questions. I want to talk electrical. Want to talk uh, system goals. I mean, I'm always, I'm always open to to just talking. You know. All right, Jeffrey, what you got coming up? Uh, this Saturday, yep. um, flying back to Cali. I'm going to be doing a Gorilla Hertz uh, event. Uh, I, Saturday, April first. Uh, just to let you guys know, it's not an April, not April Fool's show. It, it's a legit <laughs> show. It's going to be a triple point event in Bloomington, California um it's basically socal um it's gonna be the gorilla herds guys april fool's base off again it's a triple point db drag racing event co-sponsored by team aftershock uh team mexico as well as the uh team space for base uh aka moses martinez and and, uh, and friends um it's gonna be trophies first through third there's gonna be a cash prize for the uh 129.9 class of base race um, is it uh is it uh, Rogers money? No, no, it's not it Rogers, Rogers money. money no, <laughs> and there's actually this uh, last event that uh, I ran for uh, Gorilla Hertz. They um, created this traveling uh, belt. It's a championship belt that the winner of the twenty nine point nine class has to. It's a it's a traveling trophy. So at at these events, bring they have back. to defend it. Yeah, they have to bring it back, defend it. You know, and win some money. Um, Robert Gallegos tells me, you know, to push the tacos. They're going to have tacos there. So come out for a day of tacos and demos. You, you can't go wrong. That's How much did you say the, the the prize was? You said it was 150 bucks? Um, no, it, it's actually, it's a pool and there's going to be some money that people put in for the winner, which is usually uh, the Gorilla Hertz guys because they say everybody could do one Everybody could do one, you know, one twenty nine nine. The hardest part. Kyle is, can't do one twenty nine nine. What are you talking about? Oh, you, could, you could do fifty nines. I'm sure. But, what uh, yeah. um, what what are your guys is generally? How much do you guys generally raise during that? I'm asking for a reason, yeah. so give me a real answer. It's uh tough to say. It's anywhere from like say I think last time they went, um, it was like twenty bucks per competitor that they would put in 
in addition to the registration and there would be like an upwards of maybe eight, 10 competitors. So you're looking at what? 160 bucks. bucks. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, send me, send me your PayPal and I'll put in 150 for it. Oh, there you go. There you go. (laughs) You guys, those of you guys watching, you know, we got uh, Jonathan here, Brand X alternators kicking in. Well, how much was it? 150, 150 bucks to the winner. Yeah. So, okay, and for me, we got the 3X coming up uh, in NorCal uh, April 8th. That'll be the following Saturday night, and we will be up at um, Nyman Shop. We'll be doing a 3X at 1X prices with 1X trophies just to keep the cost down for everybody. But uh, we're there to celebrate the uh, renewal of vows for Jonathan and Sean Kent. And uh, we, you know, like I said, they want to be – renew their vows in front of their base head families. So we're going to do that. Um, uh, same thing with always, uh, come out, have fun demo. We don't have any restrictions. Um, and so like I said, just come out, have fun. That's good. Uh, remember we got to work towards Autorama. Let's get as many people as we can out to Autorama. Let's grow it back to where it was. Uh, you know, just a few years ago we had, um, what do we have? 132 entries uh like four years ago at autorama before some issues happened but we got those fixed now so let's get that back up to 142 entry entries and uh let's do autorama like it used to it you're never ever going to get the opportunity to do a to demonstrate your vehicles and your passion in front of 30,000 people that have to walk by you that is so unique at autorama and these people pay to come in and to check you guys out. So um, keep that in mind. Um, I don't know what this means. It says diamond shop where at. I don't know what that's about. Is that? It means Nyman shop. Oh, Nyman. Yeah. Sorry. Nyman shop. That is um, South Sac. 47th Ave, uh, 47th and MLK yep. right there. 47th and MLK. Yeah. Mellow's Automotive. Yeah, Mellow's yeah. Auto Repair. You can yeah, because you just like what booked like fifty shows at his shop, right? This season? No, yeah. I only booked four. I only booked four. <laughs> four. Yeah. Still, that's a lot. Is that why they're asking? Is someone is asking about nine? Uh, somebody, yeah, Chad Rizla asked. Oh, okay. So, all right, guys, I gotta go. I gotta go and uh, try and take some old people's money at the bowling alley again tonight. Um, I went and practiced today. And if I bowl even half as good as I was practicing today, those old folks are in big trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, which is a good thing for me. Makes me What's your happy. average on competition oil? Depends how much money you got. You got to give a real handicap. I get handicapped. So you're not just not going to give a number? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I, I will say I bowled. I bowled three PVA events in less than a year, and I cashed in two of the three. That's cool. So, I'm okay. You should talk to uh, Bobby Wright in North Carolina. He like travels all over the country. He's a he owns an audio shop in North Carolina. Oh, and he he's uh, really good. <laughs> you know, you know Alan Riley. Mm, potentially, so he's, he's an old school guy from Texas. He actually runs bowling competitions, and he bowls with like. PBA Hall of Famers all the time. He bowls with Walter okay. Ray and um, uh, Barnes, Chris Barnes, and Stu Williams. He bowls with them on the daily. 
and uh, he runs all the uh, a lot of the big bowling events in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, Alan's a base head. Yeah, it, him he's and a big time base head. Big time base head. Him and his brother, right? Yep. So, yeah. um, but anyway, yeah, no, and then also we got Tennessee base racers. His son was going to college for bowling. So what um, for bowling? Yeah. Bowling scholarships? Yeah, on scholarship. Oh, oh that's cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they were just in uh, Vegas a couple weeks ago bowling a college event. So yeah, there's a lot of bowlers. Um, David Moore. He was big into bowling back in the day. Oh, he was? No, oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, when he was uh, in PSI? Vegas. Yep, PSI? PSI Dave, yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, like I said, um, anybody in the bowl, in the karate world want to come bowl me, bring your paycheck. And <laughs> just, just saying. We'll, we'll have fun. At least I will. Yeah. So. I can promise I'll get hammered. That's all I can promise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So, all right, guys, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go uh, work on some old folk. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm after me some uh, Social Security checks tonight. And hopefully I get a couple. Uh, that's the goal. But uh, once I again, know. hey, guys, thank you for tuning in. Hope you guys had a good time. Thank you, guys, uh, Kyle Ernie and uh, Jonathan. I have it right in front of me. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. Yes. Patrick. Uh, John Patrick uh, with Brand X Audio doing uh, his thing really appreciate you coming on and talking about your stuff um had a great time with you guys uh once again you can check us out next week at 5 30 p.m california time the only time that matters um and we will see you then uh peace we out have a good night Here we go. Oh, oh, oh.